0: better and longer with the fitness show hosted by fitness expert author and tv personality fitz kohler she'll tell you why diets are dumb supplements are snake oil and the truth about how you can earn a lean hard pain-free and athletic body now for our favorite bossy blonde fitz kohler
1: Hi team, I'm Fitz Kohler, your fitness expert from Fitzness.com, and welcome to the Fitness show. Today I'm very proud to have my entire voice back so you don't have to listen to scratches, but I not only have my voice back, I have another voice back. Welcome Rudy Novotny.
0: Hello Fitz Kohler, good morning to me and good afternoon to you. I'm glad your voice is back
1: yeah you know what I don't know if everybody's so glad when my voice is back
0: <laughs> I think most of us are you've been working hard you've been uh you've been kind of nonstop
1: i have I have you know what I'm lucky to do it, right
0: You know we gotta work when the work is there, and uh, we enjoy the rest when uh, those opportunities arise as well, but you are busy, busy, busy girl and that doesn't look like it's going to stop anytime too soon.
1: No, and in fact, this is the greatest. And <laughs> I have this stupid, I don't know, some sort of stupid physical therapy tape on my forearm. Because once again, showing up with the dumbest injury on the planet, I have <laughs> some sort of mild tendonitis in my forearm from cowbelling too much.
0: Okay, so I think we should get Aflax and
1: <laughs> that's all we need to do is that stupid voice into our voices <laughs>
0: we we should get aflac and <gasps> the and your injury is a work-related injury in that case or yeah. when you overuse your voice and all of a sudden, you're so scratchy and don't sound like a chick at all. We, we can be appropriately compensated for the horrific injuries uh, that we face on a uh, weekendly basis. Oh my
1: gosh, you are such a smart man. Plus, I have, I think I've told you this, but I got blisters on my finger from my old cowbell. I
0: remember a, that. Yeah, well,
1: that's got to yeah. be worth at least like a buck thirty-two or something like that, don't you it, think? At
0: least <laughs> that was poor. That was just poor design. We've upgraded now that we have handles and everything.
1: That's right. So Michael Jones bought me my light blue cowbell. Then I bought you the red cowbell, and now my light blue one kind of started falling apart. I, I overused it along with my forearm. So I <laughs> yes, just, you did. <laughs> I just ordered myself a new one, and it's royal blue. Go Gators. <laughs>
0: I wonder how many cowbells have uh, actually been retired from overuse. That's actually something to be quite proud of. Well,
1: thank you. Thank you. I am very enthusiastic at a finish line, and I I feel sometimes cowbelling is very um, important. Don't you think? More cowbell! That's right. You can't have enough cowbell. So I want to tell everybody about some of the most fun races we've done together recently, but I want to start... By letting everybody know, who doesn't already know, that we have a new page on Facebook. Tell them about it.
0: We do. Team Noisy. We've been uh, talking about that for a while, and uh, it has been born, and it's, uh, you know, kind of a compilation of our two individual Facebook pages. Of course, you have like 10 Facebook pages.
1: No, I
0: have (laughs) one. It's just kind of a melding of the... uh, our, the two of our collective nonsense and uh, an event lives. and it, it's it's a lot of fun I, I think that uh, I think it was a really fine idea and uh, you know you've been um, you've been really patient about my contributing to the uh, to, yes yes very patient to the, my contributing or lack thereof to the uh, start of that and uh, I really I really am looking forward to it I think uh, we're off to a good start and you know, we've got some great ideas for the future of that. I, you know, hope to have uh, discount codes and just fun stuff where we uh, keep everybody up to date on where we are, where we're going, what's happened, what hasn't happened, and what we hope to happen.
1: That's right. That's right. And the other thing I think that people will benefit from is the fact that uh, we're honest advisors on the sport. Brutally honest. I mean, I'm the brutally honest one, I think. But, um we uh, we actually care about these people and we care about their race experiences so for example i put up my runner etiquette training video a uh, train my runner etiquette video and the strength training for runners but you know people can come to our page for guidance you've got uh, 77,000 years of experience and 42 million races combined to be able to help guide people <laughs> You know, and then, you know, obviously with my sport performance expertise, you know, we can really steer people in a direction that will help them choose the races that are best for them or celebrate their accomplishments. And really, that's what I like doing is celebrating what yeah, they've done.
0: I agree. I agree. And um, I've told you a million times to stop exaggerating about my, my scope of experience. So um, please, please. But I think, I think you know, the people that have been following us for, for some time now, you um, have a pretty good idea of where we come from and that we really want to connect with them in a in a meaningful manner you know it's of course hard through the through social media to connect in a in a in a deep manner in a very highly personal manner because it's it's just difficult but we can still have uh, a connection where we can share things provide as you said, provide guidance and at least at, at minimum our own personal experience and it's a lot of fun you know, we've, we've already shared some things on uh, you know, on speed work and a couple other things I, I believe or you know I, I can't remember what's been personal and what's been on Team Noisy page but you know, hopefully uh, we can uh, continue to gather friends and, and audience members and, and share each other's personal experience, successes and failures too.
1: Absolutely. And you know what's funny? One of the things she says is it's hard to connect with people over social media. And that's true. But some of the folks that we've never met before in real life, when we do meet them, I feel like I've known them forever and they're actually in my family tree.
0: Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And that is a, a, a wonderful thing that's really hard to explain. I don't know... I don't know the dynamics of that, but I absolutely agree with you and and understand what you're saying. It, it feels once we you know either connect or reconnect with you know so many of these people, it, it really does feel like we're talking to family and people we've known for a long, long time, and uh, it's it's truly uh, one of the the many benefits that you and I get from having such a wonderful spot in the running, racing, and, uh, and athletic community.
1: Absolutely. So, if you haven't already done so, go on Facebook. It's Team Noisy. It says Race Announcers, Fitz Kohler, Rudy Novotny. I think that's how it works. But look us up, like the page, engage with us, share your photos, your funny photos, your horrible photos, your experiences, whatever it is. We want to interact with you. So, I'm going to move on, Rudy. Let's talk about the Big Sur Marathon.
0: Yeah. Truly one of the just most wonderful, fun, and beautiful weekends of the year. I know I've said that only about three million times. But just, uh, and I think it's become, and I and I know you've got a lot of uh, a lot of great events and a lot of special places. But I believe it's come spe- become special to you as well. It's oh, just gosh. a spectacular weekend.
1: I count the seconds till we get back there every year. It's so beautiful. And folks, if you're not familiar with Big Sur Marathon, it's one of the most prestigious events in the country. You have to uh, sign up on a lottery to get in. It's a very compared to the demand a very small amount of runners get to run because of the size of the road they're running on it's highway 1 it's a road that has no sidewalks that you would never be able to run on throughout the year only when big sur marathon shuts down the course and there's a it's it's a rude race because of all the 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 elevation all the mountains and the valleys but it's rude beautiful it's it's absolutely probably one of the be- most beautiful courses in the entire country if not world but there's also a strict cutoff line for the marathon because they're shutting that highway down and at 1 p.m it goes from 7 to 1 is that correct 7 a.m yeah
0: that is yeah six uh, it's a six hour cutoff and um uh, and Uh, Rude is Fitz Kohler's word for lots of hills. Uh Not just uphill. Hard. (laughs) (laughs) Not just uphill, but downhill as well. I mean, uh, sincerely, I I believe that Big Sur is as difficult for the downhills, uh, the return for all your uh, uphill running, as it is for the uphill. But it's, uh, as we've discussed before, it's just spectacularly beautiful. Um, And, you know, particularly when the weather is good, I think we had overall – a, a pretty pretty darn good weather picture uh, the, this this last year, and uh, you always hope for always hope for good weather. Of course, any any race anywhere, and we get what we get, and we you accept don't. it. And <laughs> get what you get. You <laughs> and don't get upset, around. right? <laughs> you don't get upset, even if it's Boston and you're swimming from mm-hmm. the start to uh, to the finish.
1: <laughs> so um, so there's the the full marathon. There's a 21 miler. There's a is it a 11 miler? And then twelve k, five k. So five different races take off on the same morning, and they all um, finish at the same place. And so six races, six,
0: six, yes, the the relay. Oh,
1: and the relay. Thank you, thank you. Yes,
0: yeah, the relay. All those, all those wonderful peppy runners that that go screaming by all the marathoners.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Those are the rude ones, right? And the guy at mile (laughs) nineteen is like. Why does that guy have so much energy? Who the hell is he, right? <laughs>
0: exactly. Cheater. Cheater. Course cutter. <laughs> he, he's only been running Boy, three months. Talk about a course you can't cut, though, Fitz.
1: No, no. <laughs> you start. You finish. Fair and square. Fair and square, exactly. right?
0: So Exactly.
1: So here's the deal. Everybody's got to know it's a beautiful race. We highly recommend you jump into the lottery. But I don't actually really want to talk about the race much, Rudy, because we had so much other fun stuff that weekend.
0: We did. We did.
1: Do you mind if I start? I want to start at the start. And so um, I come in from Florida and Rudy comes up from San Diego and we fly into San Jose Airport. And it just happened to work out where Rudy landed about an hour before I did and he rented a car. And so instead of me taking the little shuttle, the Monterey shuttle, whatever it is, he says, I'll wait and I'll drive you. And so, he does, he waits, and we meet at the rental car, and I've got a diet Sprite. I was so thirsty getting off of my plane. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> there we go. So Here we go. So we go. I stop in one of the little gift shops, I get a diet Sprite, and no the thing is just sitting on the counter, innocently, looks, looks normal to me, I pick it up, I buy it, meet him at the car, and um, we're in the car for, I don't know, what, 30 seconds when I open the Sprite, and it literally explodes All over me and all over the car.
0: You know, as I listen to your story, I think the first clue is that it's sitting on the counter. But here's
1: the thing, you looked at me as though I was doing the cha-cha with the dang thing all the way to the car. As if I had any influence over this explosion, you're like, God damn it, that's Kohler. One second in my car and
0: pow! Uh, well, you know, and now I have Sprite, uh, post-traumatic stress. <laughs> yeah, so, so
1: so Rudy, everybody has to know, is very stressed out about this, and I'm looking at this clear liquid, which is all over me, and thinking, um, whatever you know, it'll dry, but then it doesn't dry, and it's on my pants, and he's worried about getting it off the uh, stuff in the car, the dashboard, and the little gear shift, so... I change. I put on shorts, and then I've got the jeans. But the jeans are soaking wet. So oh no! Here ins- we go. <laughs> to insult to injury. About an hour into the trip, I get the brilliant idea that I need to dry these things, and so I um I hang them out the window. <laughs> I hook the I hook the waist belt or whatever it is on the inside, and the legs are flapping in the breeze, which seems really smart, right?
0: And our our cute little Jeep Renegade becomes the ultimate ghetto mobile. Flap, flap, flap between San Jose in beautiful Monterey County. We are totally ghetto. And it's aggravating. You can't listen to the music. All you hear is whack, whack, whack. It was lovely. Great idea, Fitz. I
1: thought it was so funny. I thought it looked like one of those um, wiggly people at the car dealerships that are up in the air. <laughs> it did. <laughs> so I'm crying laughing. Rudy's so annoyed. And I fixed the solution by blasting Queen.
0: Oh, that's right. You did. You did. Yeah, that was a, that was quite a fix. Thank you very much for that.
1: You're welcome, because Bohemian Rhapsody will fix anything. Oh,
0: boy. (laughs)
1: And and Uh. so it about partially um, dried my my soaking wet jeans. Oh, my gosh, what a pain in the neck that was. But anyways, that was our start to the weekend. And then um, what did we do? We had the VIP party Friday night, which is always lovely.
0: That is. That's always nice. The top of the Marriott there, overlooking all of Monterey Bay, absolutely beautiful, with all kinds of wonderful food. It is, and and of course, wonderful friends and sponsors and elite athletes and, and watching. Then us. Uh, and then us. <laughs> <laughs> We it's a five star experience that we round out to four stars with our parents,
1: except for us. We bring everything uh, down a little bit, but that's okay. They seem to like us mostly. And,
0: and watching, uh, watching uh, Adam Roach and uh, and Michael Wardian stare each other down in a in a very friendly way.
1: Yeah. So for those listening, Adam Roach has won the Big Sur Marathon four out of the past 6 years Michael Wardian won the two years in between those six and then this right. year was a head to head and it turns out that Adam um Adam really dominated he won that race but pre race if you ask either one of them are you going to win? Yes. Absolutely. They were so confident. I loved it.
0: They they were um, now and if I remember correctly, Adam did not run Boston, but Michael did. Correct. Or, or yeah, Michael uh, ran Boston. So Adam was a little fresher, Adam being also a local um, Pebble Beach resident. And, and a, both of them, you know, it's hard to... It's hard to pick one side. Oh my God, they're so sweet. They are just really fantastic people that we've gotten to know on a personal level, and and just you know, just either or. There, there can't be a winner that you don't love because you just love them both. But they both really wanted it. Michael Wardian running for Hoka, yeah, um, a one of the uh, sponsors of the Big Sur International Marathon, and again, Adam Roach being a four time and looking to come back and. And get that uh, that championship uh, belt, if you will, back where he feels it belongs. And it was uh, it was it was exciting. It was a fun build up, totally friendly, and uh, we had. But of course, there was a dark horse in, in the uh, in the mix there, and uh, another gentleman, an ultra, particularly an ultra marathoner, somebody with a lot of uh, over distance experience, very much like Michael Wardian. And uh, and and he had a Jose Manila. Know, thank you. And uh, and his experience showed that he had a very very clear opportunity to uh, come in and, and steal the show.
1: Yeah. Well, here you. I don't think you realize this. And um, two things. Number one, going back to Adam and um, Michael, I've decided I won't root against anybody. I'm just rooting for them both. So that that sure. I just always root for. But Jose. He was a guy who won the 2017 San Diego Half Marathon that we announced, and we were so excited by him because he came through the finish line like a rock star. He jumped up and down. He was really enthusiastic. I don't know if you remember that, but that's who that was. It was? It was. It was, and he um, he picked up the baby and spun it around after the finish line. He was very enthusiastic. <laughs>
0: your baby around the <laughs> that's t- right
1: yeah so I didn't think you realized that's who that was but um I, but I honestly, seen him before
0: I honestly forgot but but now that you bring it up I remember just how completely excited he was which is really nice when we see our uh, you know our elite and and lead runners uh just take it so just make it so much fun and, yeah. and really celebrate the finish line like We encourage everybody to celebrate the finish line.
1: And Adam did a great job of that this year. He really, um, he crossed and there was big celebration. And then Michael, Michael was third, which I know was disappointing to him. He had a rough race, but he came through hands up high before he even hit the finish line. He was waving to the crowd. I mean, he's such a gentleman. He's, it was nice. It was really good.
0: Right. So you, you aren't at the start of the marathon. Correct. um, So, so you don't get to see um, some of the things that I do. Is I'm at the start, and then I caravan um, with the the other race vehicles, uh, official race vehicles, back to the start. So I can, of course, uh, excuse me, back to the finish. So I can join you at the finish line. This is a point-to-point race. The uh, One of the real advantages of that is when we get to actually see the race developing. And I believe we didn't get to the leaders until somewhere about mile 18 or 19, and that's where we saw uh, Michael um, probably at that time about, about a quarter to a third of a mile back. And then um, Adam and Jose uh, just right shoulder to shoulder, just working together. And they, they both looked really strong. And at that point, you know, I we had no idea how this was going to end, but they... You know, Adam was where he wanted to be. Jose was where he wanted to be, I imagine. And uh, it looked like we had quite a race uh, developing.
1: Wow. It was a very exciting finish. And, um, you know, uh, even if without an exciting finish, it's always great to be at Big Sur, right?
0: Right. Adam, of course, Adam pulling away and uh, getting a uh, couple-minute lead. Um, Jose coming behind him and Michael... Um, a, a bit of a distant third, but still, I mean, third, come on. Uh, so now we, the, <laughs> they only make one bronze medal, right? That's
1: right. That's right. Now Adam's <laughs> a five-time Big Sur champion. He comes back next year. He'll tie the record. So we're going to move on from that because we actually have real exciting stuff. Not that okay. the race wasn't very exciting. The next day after the VIP party is the kids races the by the Bay oh. 3K. We got about nine, Was it? 9,000, 5,000. I don't know. We're going to say 5,000-ish kids from schools. All in the Northern California area. They they bus in and it's amazing. They run with their parents, with their teachers, fun, fun, fun. But this year um, we switched things up a little bit. They used to have another guy come in and warm up the crowd, and this year they said, "Fitz, can you do that?" And I said, "Sure thing. That's one of the things I do." But most importantly, is not what I did with the kids because I did. We did the Big Sur Stomp. I, t- I made up a dance. We all did it together, but. That's not really the fun part. The fun part was the fact that for a week I'd been torturing Rudy Novati, saying, guess who's going to dance? Guess who's going to dance publicly? <laughs> do, dance. Do the dance. Dance, Rudy. Dance. And so I've been leading you up to this for a long time because for the past couple of years we've been announcing together, I'm always dancing and you're like, hey, lady, what's with that? But Rudy's been loosening up so much that you are full blown shaking your thing on our finish line stages.
0: Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, let me clear up something here. What? F- <laughs> F- Fitz is so embellishing. That's not true. Actually, actually, what happens oh, no, I'm on under, stage?
1: I'm under embellishing because oh. Rudy used to say I've got no rhythm. And boy, you could star in a rap video. You could be that guy. Oh, now,
0: now we've completely gone over the top and I- we've I'm- gone
1: over. I'm pretty sure there is full-blown video footage of you at Carlsbad Marathon, at Los Angeles Marathon, Encinitas. You have been shaking your thing, and it has yeah. all been in preparation to this. Because yeah. what happens is when I get these 5,000 kids organized in front of the stage at the kids' race, I go, Alright, guys, we can watch Mr. Rudy do the dance. <laughs> and so now he's locked on the stage. And I yanked up poor <laughs> sweet Susan Love. Oh, and we do have video. Yeah. And I was so impressed because I'm there teaching this routine. It's very simple. It's four different moves. They're meant for fun and silliness. And uh, I think everybody can do it. But I'm supposed to be focused on the 5,000 people in front of me. And all I can do is look to my right and watch Rudy (laughs) clapping his hands, jumping up and down, shaking his booty. It was magical.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, as a warning and a public service, remember there are some things that you can't unsee. So please be be careful. Do not come to any of our events to see me dance. Please come to run. And join in the festivities with Team Noisy. My dancing should not be a consideration oh. in any way, shape, or form.
1: No, no. It is a highlight, I assure you. And after you cross that finish line, come on back because it will happen. But I was so proud of you. I Thank was, you. It was pretty awesome.
0: Thank you. It's fun. The kids races, of course, I know are among the highlights for you. I love seeing the kids out there as well. And uh, they really run a great show out there. Just run program. Very, very successful. And uh, I can't remember how many schools we had. I think it was... I think it was close to 35 or oh, somewhere between so 35, 50 school. Lots, lots so and many. lots and lots. And all the parents, just a and a beautiful day over at Lover's Point um, in off Pacific Grove. Oh, just gorgeous. I mean, and all the moms and dads, aunts, uncles, grandparents, just a fabulous time. Super fun. We got noisy.
1: We got very noisy. And, and one of the <laughs> things I really love is when engaging with these people at the start line is they have such extreme pride in their school. So you call out, you know, Bob Smith Elementary and those people lose their mind. They're so proud of their
0: school. <laughs> they do.
1: You know, they there's do. these dads. I think the dads are the most fun participants because dads are let are willing to just let it rip if it makes their kids happy, smile, have fun. So um, kudos to all the dancing dads out there. But something we missed, again, I'm hitting all the important things. This, should, this stuff should be in the Big Sur... Uh, marathon website, stuff about the flapping jeans and the Rudy dancing. but <laughs> we had a mission because a few years ago, the first time I hosted this race with you, you took me on the course and I don't know. we get about sixteen miles into the course. and mind you, I, uh, there's no sidewalks, there's nothing, and there's really nothing out there in certain places, and we come along this mountainy grassy patch it's it's someone's property. But they, they, it's fenced in, and there's a sign, the most preposterous sign in the world, because there's no chance in hell anyone could do this. It says, no loitering.
0: <laughs> what? Why? Right? You know, it's, uh, yep, in, just literally in the middle of nowhere, essentially a, a pastoral setting by the uh, <laughs> by the beach and by the ocean. And, man, it just makes me want to loiter. It makes, it you makes wanna me want to loiter.
1: Wanna... And so I would understand a sign that said, no trespassing. But the no loitering really got my goat. So, a couple years ago, Rudy and I drive this thing, and it's bothering me. It's bothering. It's been bothering me for years.
0: She took it, she took it totally personally, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I was like, what the hell was that?
1: So, this year, uh, I asked Mr. Novotny to drive the course again. I said, "Let's go drive the course." And Rudy's run this race a ton. He's PR'd it. He's got the sub three marathon at Big Sur, but yours truly has not run it. So I wanted to go experience it again so we go looking for the sign. <laughs> and we found the sign and so as even though we weren't allowed to, we pulled off and you know what we did? We loitered our asses off.
0: We did. We did we did some serious Third, actually, first-degree loitering.
1: Ooh, <laughs> it was severe, and we are now on, I think, Monterey's most wanted list or something like that, right?
0: Well, actually, okay, so yes, actually, indeed, I, I've I've gone on to the Carmel Pinecone, the local paper, <laughs> and I see that that, that um, over in the post office, there are actually pictures of us, yeah, and they are looking for these hardened criminals. Who who laughed in the and scoffed at the uh, at the civil code that doesn't civil allow loitering at
1: those <laughs> But but the experience was so funny. So I was like, pull over, get over here and I give him my phone. I go, Okay, take pictures of me. And so I do all these poses leaning against the post. I'm just leaning and Looking off into the distance, then I decided to sit down, <laughs> and then we really cranked it up and out to go, Rudy, I'm going to lie down, take some more pictures, so.
0: Really? I just, I mean, she really just channeled her inner criminal. I was
1: badass, so we did you that.
0: Bad ass. badass.
1: And then you posed for some, I think you even cracked out a yawn. You were like, hey. I did. I, I
0: did. <laughs> I did a world-class yawn there.
1: <laughs> I'm good yep. here for you. Yep. We're gonna have to post those pictures on the Team Noisy website, Team Noisy uh, Facebook page. But that was so much fun.
0: I think. I think really, it should be um, one of the highlights of the Big Sur Marathon. You know, one of the one of the places that you know everybody stops. <laughs> Photo stop. At, yeah, they stop at you know Bixby Bridge and they get a, a picture with Michael Martinez at the Yamaha grand piano. You know all that stuff, and that's all cool. But really, really, we need to highlight the no loitering sign. Which uh, you know, I can't remember, Fitch. Was it? I can't. We'll we'll have to uh, we'll have to GPS it and and uh, and, and bust the owner with an exact location so everybody can loiter wow. along the way. Yeah.
1: You know what would be so awesome is this is what I've heard from the locals is that owner of that property is not very nice.
0: Yeah, there he's not. Uh, <laughs> he's not one of the favorite people no, of the welcoming. area. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But we yeah.
1: Had- yeah. <laughs> Stephanie Shimansky went than out. Friendly. <laughs> Stephanie Schmansky, one of our favorite runners in my hottie, she went out and she uh she took a loitering picture out there too. So it's possible we have started a trend.
0: She did. She, she did. did. She's um. I, I thought she was. I always thought that Stephanie was a really really nice girl and a you know a real rule follower. But now she's a real she's a rule breaker and a hardened criminal just like us. I
1: like it. I like it. Yeah,
0: really. Congratulations, Stephanie. <laughs>
1: So fun. So, um, I mean, what else? Oh, oh, and then the other best part about the race was that I had so many people from Gainesville there.
0: There was a lot of chomping going on.
1: Oh, my gosh. I think, I don't know if they registered as a team. You know, we one of the things I don't get to do is understand the whole registration process since I don't register for the races we host. Um, but I think they had some sort of team thing going on. And it was amazing. I think I had 15-ish people from Gainesville, Florida. Some of them I knew. Jenny Eckerode, one of my BFFs. But then some of them I've never met. But they came to the expo to meet. And we took a picture. And we did the chomp. And then I, I didn't realize they had organized this. But as they came, they each came through the finish line that day, they were all chomping for me. So They
0: work. They were.
1: I, I got to pour lots of love on the Gators and the Gainesvillians. That was fun.
0: Very fun. I think we had, I'm pretty sure we had 50 states and something like uh, 15 foreign countries at uh, Big Sur this year. Very, very popular. Yeah. So so seriously, folks, if it sounds like something that you're interested in, uh, uh, you know, get, get in there early and get in the lotteries. Um, I don't know what the actual numbers are, but I, I'm kind of guessing for the full marathon, they probably have somewhere between... And again, just a guess: 50, 50 to hundred thousand or more entry requests for roughly um, five thousand spots. I so, thought it
1: was only twenty five hundred spots for the full.
0: No, it's it's larger than that. We're I, I believe we're somewhere between four and five thousand. We keep just you know bringing people up the street, but but that's something I really appreciate about the Big Sur organization. Is I mean, truly, we can fit. You can fit twenty. Thousand people up the hill and down the road, but it would be a terrible experience once things got going and to be totally overcrowded. And they refuse to compromise on the experience for everybody, and they they cap it at a, a very very low number.
1: Yeah, I love it. It's guys, it's b s i m org, Big sir International Marathon org. And if you don't get into the full, fine, do the twenty one miler. You basically get all the good stuff of the course. Without, Very true. Yeah. Without the pressure of that yeah. extra five miles for the cutoff. It's beautiful. It's worth the adventure. The shorter races, the 12K, the 5K are super fun as well. My friend Rick Chin, he decided he wasn't prepared for the full. So he dialed it down to the 12K and absolutely loved it. So there's so many options. The relay is an option. Just get yourself there. No matter what, go take that racecation. And uh, we'll fill you in on how to be bad seeds while you're in Big Sur, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and Fitz, while we're giving them a shout out, uh, again, a fantastic organization putting on a number of other races too. They've got the uh, Monterey Bay Half Marathon in November, which just so everybody understands, because we you know we talk about the Big Sur experience being uphill and downhill and. Huge hills on the side of the, uh, on, on you know, the edge of the uh, of the Pacific Ocean there. Monterey Bay Half Marathon being a beautiful, beautiful bayside course. Almost the whole thing is inside of the bay. Otters, seals, That's all through Veterans Monterey. Day. Yeah, beautiful in November. Um, and as well as the Salinas Valley Half Marathon through the vineyards. And, and there are some hills there too, but gorgeous, gorgeous uh, backcountry race and that taking place in August. And last but not least, but coming up in Carmel, in beautiful Carmel, the Run in the Name of Love 5K. Oh, just a gorgeous, gorgeous course and a wonderful weekend with a, with a group of friends, under 1,000 people on Father's Day. So uh, great events. From all our friends at Big Sur.
1: And all the Blue Jackets, are favorite. These board of directors are amazing. Doug Thurston, one of the most spectacular race directors on the planet. True, true. I'm envious you get to do their other two races. Boo for me.
0: (laughs) It is a lot of fun. Love uh, love all those folks, and uh, they deserve every shout-out we give them.
1: Yes, they do. Okay, so we're moving on to the OC Marathon.
0: OC Marathon. What a great time. Hope all kinds of stuff going on there. Marathon, half marathon, and the kids' run.
1: And the 5K.
0: And the 5K. Oh my gosh. Wahoos, Fish Tacos, (laughs) 5K. Congratulations, Wahoos, their 30th anniversary. And of course, they've moved the 5K. Too uh, late on Saturday afternoon, early evening with a band going. Oh, what a
1: party! It really is a party, and I think that was such a great move. Last year they moved the five. It used to be the full half and five k all took place on Saturday, Sunday morning. Now it's right. just the full and the half on Sunday. The five k's on Saturday night. A total blast! They do a great job. It's just this cool atmosphere. They bring in, um, I think the band Flashback Heart Attack or something like that. It's an eighties yep, rock band.
0: Yep. And they mm-hmm.
1: had an uh, eighties costume contest this year at the five k. So much
0: fun. Yeah. Lots of fun. It's uh, it's just a really really spectacular weekend and this and this year we had better weather.
1: Oh, we did. <laughs> Last year it was not only cold and rainy but it hailed on the half marathoners at the start line and us
0: it was it was brutal it was brutal the uh, porta potties were filled and <laughs> not for the reason that you would normally think they would be
1: cuz yes. i told everybody go hide in the porta potties and those poor people <laughs> are really good listeners <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they did yeah much better weather this year though actually it was uh pretty ideal maybe just a tad warm but everybody was just so happy it wasn't raining hailing and windy it was uh, a, a real improvement this year and, and what a great race
1: so my favorite part of the race of this particular race is how many friends we see we have so many personal friends that come do it
0: we do yeah a lot of uh, a lot of locals and a lot of people driving and even uh, even you know coming out and flying out to join us, but lots of, uh, lots of Team Noisy uh, family and friends out there. It's, it's fabulous.
1: One of my, th- one of my um, I, and I don't want to really start naming anybody, everybody's name because we could, get, uh, we could get carried away and then forget people, which actually feels worse, but Jennifer Hall, who just mo- left, she had to move because of her job back to um, the D.C., Virginia area, and she flew back in for the O.C. half, so that was nice to have her back
0: absolutely yeah yeah great having jen there and i think she had a i think she had a big day too
1: she did she did great she did absolutely great nice strong run
0: yeah i think i I, I, did she pr i don't i don't recall i don't recall yeah but uh it was uh i I know she had a an exceptionally good race
1: so a couple of my favorite things and if you have any please throw them in but i loved uh at the start of the full and the half where We've got, I don't know, what, 15,000, 20,000 people in front of us. We're trying to juggle all sorts of stuff. And this dude walks by in this weird outfit. And he's waving his hands at me. And I yell out, I go, are you French fries? (laughs) Oh,
0: the French fries. Yes.
1: yes." (laughs) So I said, get up here. (laughs) And we brought him up on our stage. And his deal was he was trying to run Break the Guinness World Record for fastest half marathon dressed as french fries.
0: Yeah, not only, and so he was very excited about that, but what I got a kick out of is his mom and dad were there supporting him. And they were at least as excited about his uh, attempt at the Guinness World Record (laughs) Um, as odd as that particular one is as he was oh, oh that's
1: my boy well so I <laughs> called them. what I thought is they were so cute because I called them. I was like ladies and gentlemen Mr. and Mrs potato head and they lost <laughs> <Exactly>. their minds
0: <laughs> yeah that was um, that was an unusual one good uh, good call on that oh. uh, that was fun he was uh, he was very excited and um, well I, I
1: and I think pretty. He probably yeah, I, did it. He was fast. He was real fast. Yeah, he was.
0: He was. I don't, you know, I, I don't like to be inaccurate uh, and, and give out information that, that, that's off. But I believe he was something somewhere close to the the, the early 130s. I, I was going to
1: say under 130, I thought. He was really I, fast. Did he go under? Oh, man, I did. he went wrong.
0: under... <laughs> If he went under 130, that's insane. But I I thought I recalled about a 135, which is also insane.
1: Wicked insane, right?
0: With this get-up, I mean it's so fast, funny. you know. No matter what, but with this whole French fry thing he had put together, made it uh, made it that much more interesting. We, Fitz and I kept looking for the uh, bottle of ketchup, running after. <laughs> That's you, right. What's going we, we on? We never we never saw it. Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> next year, next year. So then there, there was there was a heartwarming um, runner. So we've apparently seen him for many years, but this year we learned about him. Eighty year old. I think his name was. I know it's Alex, but it was or something but uh, we learned about him at the VIP party but Alex was a Holocaust survivor and um, at three four years old in a concentration camp his mother shoved him out the door and said run Alex run God will protect you and so he's an OC legacy runner but he says that's why he runs now because his mom told him to run
0: yeah one of the uh, very very true very uh very compelling story that you laid out very well. One of, uh, I think we had 43 legacies um, this year, Fitz, which is always nice to uh, to honor all the runners that have made it to the start and the finish line every year. And, and that was uh, that was quite a story. And what a, what a humble human being. And uh, yeah, literally running from the Nazis at three years old. And uh, and you know the other part of the story being from that day on, he never you know never saw his mother. Or his family again. He was uh, adopted, and really quite a story. Yeah. And it's always, always, uh, always our honor and uh, a privilege to to celebrate people like that. And you know, again, as we say so many times, there are so many stories. That's what the races are made up of, and and uh, you know, some are some are grand and and exciting, and some are just you know compelling for other reasons. But it, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, I am. You know, and and you know how I am. I I think patriotic would be one of my favorite descriptions of me. But when last year my favorite finisher was one of the World War II veterans, and um, this year this Holocaust survivor, and I just, you know, the the it's freedom, right? I mean, we get so many choices. We get to choose our careers and our families and how many kids we have and where we live and when we quit our job, and if we run a race, and, you know, we when we get to meet the people who make that happen, not only the World War II survivors, but, you know, the men and women who just returned from Afghanistan, or the law enforcement, it just, we are so fortunate to be surrounded by such extraordinary greatness on a regular basis.
0: Yeah, that really is true, you know, and people, uh, you know, just so many of our of our first responders in our military, just we can't say enough. And, and if it, you know, you ever get tired of hearing us gush over them, well, too sorry, bad. not sorry. <laughs> yeah, too bad, <laughs> exactly. That's part of Team Noisy's uh, honorarium will always be those who serve in any capacity. So oh. once again, to all of you, thank you from the bottom of our hearts.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And then I'm going to move on once more because at that same start line, we were just in the middle. So Rudy takes the, uh, and we, we addressed this in the pet peeve episode, but Rudy takes the job of warning people about bib bandits and how it's stealing and so forth. And I take on usually the role of threatening people that you better not bring your kids, your family, your friends onto the finish line because it's a right. That finish line shoot and that finish line is a privilege. So anyways, we're in the middle of, uh, Rudy's in the middle of doing his thing and all of a sudden this dude on roller skates in a Speedo. <laughs> I yeah. trying to get into the start corral. I was like, you, get out of here. Don't even think about it. I think we scared the bejesus out of people in those corrals.
0: Yeah, talk about something that you can't unsee. At, uh, at six-something in the morning, uh, oh. a guy about 6'2", kind of uh, kind of raggy in a speedo and uh, old-style roller skates, uh, coming to, all excited about joining you for the marathon. Oh, my. And, and that, and his story being that that the uh, the Newport Beach police uh, uh, pulled him over. He told them where he was headed. And they said, oh, yeah, we're, I'm sure they'll be happy to have you there. Not. <laughs> no, thank you. No. 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 He, no. He,
1: he got his head handed to him verbally that day. And I think that was actually so great because all the runners in the corrals who thought they were going to commit shenanigans on that day decided against it.
0: Well, yeah, the other thing that's you know so exciting for me is to see Fitz Kohler, who you all think is so nice and sweet and she's kind and and just so personable, and she is all those things until she's not that's <laughs> Wow, and the head starts going around three hundred and sixty <laughs> degrees. <laughs> And of course, that's that's what happens to Fitz Kohler when when she sees some of those violations. And then I have my own reactions when I see bandits (laughs) or or perhaps someone who is wearing a bib that doesn't belong to
1: them. That's obnoxious. Stealing. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: theft. Right. Again, that's theft. Um, we actually had a club we had a club that's right yeah we had a club that that i gotta be honest i'm not particularly familiar with um it's not one of the ones we see all the time who you know who who are you know absolutely legit i'm not saying this club isn't legit but you know we see snail's pace and cal coast and south coast Roadrunners and The Pasadena Pacers, and on and on and on, and they bring—they really support these events by bringing, you know, many, many, many of the club members out there, and they focus on these races. Well, this particular club um, apparently—they had registered runners, and their their bibs were on, and then they had essentially, for lack of a better term or knowing what it was, uh, an individual pacer from that same club. Unregistered, a bandit running with that person, what appeared to be in support of that person. So Fitz would, you know, so Fitz was bringing people in and celebrating, making noise like we do, cowbell and everything. And then Rudy sees the That's bandit right. coming in with the registered runner, and Fitz goes, "Oh no, bye bye, go Rudy, go, <laughs> go Rudy, go." And so I proceed to go down and have a. Uh, Conversation with the uh, yeah, we're gonna okay. we're gonna have a little
1: a little chat. But pause because the <laughs> way he does it, he gets so angry. It's this jaw. First of all, the jaw clenches, and then he puts <laughs> his arms straight down at his side, <laughs> fingers pointing.
0: <laughs> okay, You're, now, no, I, no, think, no, no. now I think your fingers pointing there, behind. We, you. <laughs> I think this is a little dramatization. For, no, no, for no. It's
1: you, you have this posture, and so the almost, whole posture
0: changes. The oh, whole,
1: my, the whole my, thing! My, your shoulders uh, lean forward, your face man. goes forward. You're like a uh, bandit-seeking uh. torpedo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a bandit-seeking <laughs> torpedo. That's awesome. Now, I, uh, you know, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to deny. Or, or argue that point because i think there's probably a very strong possibility that it, it goes exactly like oh, you're it saying. is
1: amazing and you're so good about it because you just you just know all the stuff and you have all the right answers and you just go like a heat-seeking missile straight over to these people and they have no idea what hits them and then they don't even try to get their medal i mean you really you're so good at that
0: it's so fun to watch well, look, it's just because it's not okay, you know. It, and and I, I, everybody's going, "Oh no, they're not going to get on that again."
1: No, but, but it's in defense of all the good yeah. people. Someone has yeah. got to nip this in the bud because there won't be medals left for the good people, and there won't be drinks or snacks left for them. And it, it's just not okay. Right, right.
0: It, it isn't. And then you know, if it's just for a moment, I'm going to go over to the other, you know, the other related subject, if I may. And um, folks, it's not okay to run with someone else's bid. Yeah. Not, an, uh, not under. Not under any circumstances. No excuses. No reasons. It's not okay. It isn't. It's theft. It causes all kinds of problems, including awards. You're you're potentially taking people out of out of their um, out of their age group awards, or at least their age group standing. You know, maybe it makes a big deal, big difference to someone that they're 25th in their age group and not 26th. Yeah. Okay. That's their right. You know, I'm not even just talking about top three. That's a big deal when it's top three. But it's a big deal no matter what it is. It's not okay to run with someone else's bib, regardless of the fact that it's been paid for. I'm not talking about that part of it. Okay? So, yeah, so, you know, I I saw a number of people. and, And, you know, how do I know? Okay, because I know... When when he's six foot four with a five o, five o'clock shadow and his name is is Alice Smith, that it's not his bib, right? Okay. Or when someone goes on Facebook and asks for a bid for the race, and I see that post and I say don't do that, and they show up at the race and I know that they haven't registered. Yeah, I know they're doing it. And it's not okay. Not under any circumstances, not for any reason. So, you know, we if, if you have a dissenting opinion, and everybody's entitled to their opinion, I'd love to hear, you know, you can get back to me personally on my Facebook page, you can go on Team Noisy Facebook page, and let us know how and why you think that's okay, um, because those are really strong opinions, and, um, and we don't tolerate it. Absolutely, under no circumstances do we personally tolerate bib banditing or bib swapping. Thank you very much. This no. Has been a
1: <laughs> a public service announcement.
0: Public service announcement, right.
1: Well, you know what? People can't fly under someone else's plane ticket. You know, there's certain things that are registered just for you for particular reasons, and, and you know, swapping or stealing is not okay. Yep. Yep, and I love you with your straight arms and your fingers pointed back aye, and your aye, aye. forward. It's almost like you're on wheels. You just glide toward <laughs> Oh
0: boy! Well, hey, you know it was you know, overall it was a uh, all that aside. It was a, a great day, Fitz. You and I. I want to give us some props here. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep, we earned this because. It's a seven-hour cutoff, and that's very generous, yes. okay? Seven hours, not from the first, you know, start, but seven hours from the last. Uh, oh, oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. OC starts in one. The marathon the starts in the in, yeah, full. Starts in one full group. So, okay. So, it's seven-hour cutoff. You and I hung out for over nine hours to bring in the very last runner, who was a legacy runner, so, you know, congratulations to her. and Fitz, I can't remember, wasn't it something like her... No, five,
1: oh, so she wasn't the legacy. She was a friend of the race director, and you're right. She's done over 500 marathons. The guy with her was a legacy.
0: There you go. Okay, okay, right. But I remembered it was something like her 537th uh, marathon, something like that. Insane. And she, she later told me that she thinks... That I brought her in to the finish line for something like 150 or 200 Aww. or whatever. so. Yeah, you guys are yeah, kind yeah, of a me.
1: couple, I think. That <laughs> makes you a thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we're a thing. Yeah, there you go. But yep, yeah, we hung out for uh, some nine hours. We did not leave our perch waiting to celebrate the very, very, very last person, and uh, it, it really was a wonderful weekend. Uh, congratulations to uh, Gary Kutcher, the race director, and
1: I Kelsey love Beal. Gary. Yeah, oh, they're so super- great.
0: And, and you know, fits again a super small organization. You know, pulling off a a fantastic, high quality event um, that's not small either. No, you know? it's a I,
1: massive undertaking with massive outcomes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah I, th- I think um, you know, understandably, a, a lot of um, our audience and a lot of the runners out there um, believe that these organizations are you know, huge corporations and, you know, have lots and lots of people. And it in some cases, sure, that's true. And in some cases, it's it's two, three people and an army of volunteers and, uh, you know, high-level volunteers. Contract workers. Year, after year. Oh, the exactly. t- Toby and, yeah.
1: and Mike Howie. Oh, I love those guys. We are so blessed. And actually, one of the things that I've really appreciated over the past few months is the ops crew, the Tobys and the Mikes, because... They, they're working the course. They're doing so many things. Yet they pop in and say, "Fitz, can I get you a drink? Do you, uh, do you need sunblock?" I mean, these men are not only out for the organization, but they're taking care of each individual. I mean, it's just such gentlemen, and I feel so lucky to be surrounded by that crew.
0: You know, thank you very much for bringing those up. And, and again, what we're talking about. Um, Folks is the uh, the contract workers. They come in and they, they essentially work the weekend, or in some cases, much more. Um, Lisa Skullman, Jody Book, um, uh, Toby, as you mentioned, Pete Major, Anne Marie Nuno, Rocky Wan. You know, and just there's just so many great people who really are 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 hugely committed. Are they paid? Yeah, they're paid for their work. They're working. 14, 16, 18-hour days that weekend, and lots before, but I'll tell you what, they they really make things happen in a very positive way, so thank you for uh, for bringing them up.
1: Yeah, you know what, it's just their kindness and their consideration, and you know, you and I, you mentioned it, is we're, we're happily trapped in the stage, you know, we may sprint off to use the restroom, or if we have each other, sprint off to grab a tea or something, but we're there, and... Um, you know, they're lifting barricades. They're lifting fences. They're the ones doing the backbreaking work, yet they show up in our stage or on our stage and offer us sunscreen or offer us drinks, and it's just the kindness is overwhelming sometimes. The sound guys, AngelCom, um, I Am Sound, SVE Timing, they're doing it. They're These are people with big jobs to do, yet they're so kind and considerate to us. I just, I'm so grateful for it.
0: They, they are. They're really excellent. And, you know, let's... Uh, Let's take a moment. We always ask people or, you know, we, we try to ask people. We, we honor the volunteers, volunteers, anyone who's volunteered for any of these events. And we have some that we see all the time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It takes hundreds and, in some cases, thousands of volunteers to make these uh, races the quality events that they are. So so please, folks, please, runners, just on a weekend off, go to the race. Go to the race and volunteer, Um, Or volunteer ahead of time. But if you want to become more involved than that, you heard Fitz and I talking about, you know, contract help. Some of these events do contract for that weekend. So if you want to see a little more of the inner workings and and perhaps become more involved and perhaps you have... um, supervisory experience or you're really, really good directing or working with people, uh, contact the race director, ask them if they're hiring for that weekend, particularly for some of the large events, and you might be able to get yourself a spot and, you know, make make a decent wage, kind of earn some side money, and and really get a even clearer view of, of what happens.
1: Yeah, and if you're stuck working the finish line, we're sorry in advance. (laughs) Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, you're going to hear a lot of us.
1: (laughs) Deepest apologies. All right, Mr. Novotny. So, what's the next two events people can find you at?
0: Next two events. Let's see. Well, I've got the, um, yeah, next two events. My next two events are the Rock and Roll San Diego, where I have found, I'm part of a, a staff. There, are a, uh, I should say, announcer staff, Dave Ragsdale and Ann Westling, and I've been invited to join them, and I will be at the finish line. So awesome. don't look for me at the start. Receive my assignment. So hope to see a lot of people at the finish line coming up very, very soon. And then um, another little one on the coast here, just up the, uh, up the street, if you will, the Corona Del Mar 5K. Oh, Corona Del Mar, California. Talk about beautiful seaside southern california wow um just gorgeous so uh, i'll be there and then um running the name of love in carmel california for father's day looking forward to uh, to all of those how about you fitz what you got going mm-hmm. on i know you're you're packed your schedule's
1: packed well it's been packed it's going to slow down a little bit but this weekend i go back to ann arbor i was in ann arbor last weekend for the goddess 5k this weekend is the Ann arbor probility Ann arbor marathon half marathon 10k 5k so if you want to do any of those races my discount code is fitsness and um i would love to see you i'm also teaching a clinic tuesday my strength training for runner i'm sorry saturday not tuesday the day before um at two o'clock that's where my two came in uh strength training for runners and then the following weekend is one of my other favorites it's buffalo marathon and then
0: so lucky
1: oh <laughs> they should bring you they should bring you it's um a wonderful patriotic fun-filled weekend saturday we have the john line 5k in the morning followed by the kids races they call them a the baby buffaloes and they're so cute and then we've added on the ruffalo stampede so we have 200 dogs that'll all be decked out in these adorable buffalo marathon be- uh, bandanas and they'll get their little medals when they're done and then on Sunday, which is my birthday, I get to celebrate by hosting the Buffalo Marathon, Half Marathon, and Relay. So, very patriotic event, one I'm very proud to be part of.
0: And, and I ran that one, oh, I don't even want to say when it was. Just just say it was a long, long time ago. A little bit different course, but I ran the Buffalo. It was called the Skyline International Marathon at the time. Um, but it, But also, essentially, the Buffalo, it was the Buffalo Marathon, and just... Just fantastic! Uh, a great organization, and uh, and I've looked at the reviews since. And of course, they were wise enough to to bring you there, and uh, and uh, just a super quality event. I would highly encourage anybody anywhere in the area to. Uh, matter of fact, FITS is, is registration still open? It I believe is. it is.
1: And the discount code is still Fitness for that. I forget how much you get off, but yeah, the five k, the kids races. Dog race is sold out, but all the other distances are available. So um, (laughs)
0: That that was a great ad. People love bringing their dogs, you
1: know? Ruffalo Stampede. I'm so excited. (laughs) So after that, I'll host another clinic there, too, my strength training for runners clinic, too, because I'm trying to get everybody on board so they can run further, faster, pain-free, right?
0: Fantastic. That that is a great, great uh, talk you give there. Great, Great little seminar. I sat it. through it before, and I I, I I learned a lot of things that I should be doing that I wasn't doing, and still need to do more of.
1: Yeah, that's for another episode, Mr. Novotny. <laughs> oh
0: no, okay, yeah, we don't, have, we certainly don't have enough time for that.
1: Not today. All right, my dancing <laughs> machine. Thank you so much for being a guest again.
0: Pleasure, Fitz. Love uh, getting on the show and chatting about all things running, racing, and.
1: Being noisy. Being noisy. All right, friends. Don't forget, follow us, Team Noisy on Facebook, and then me on Fixness at everything. And stick around. Listen to Rudy tell you about my B4 School walking, running program, The Morning Mile. All right, Rudy. Tell them what to do.
0: Get to work. Get to work. Bye, everyone. Hi, this is Rudy Novotny, the voice of America's Marathons. We all love how much running has benefited every aspect of our lives, so much so that most of us only wish we'd started sooner. Wouldn't it be wonderful to give the opportunity to children of today? Well, you can. The Morning Mile is a before-school walking and running program that gives children a chance to start each day in an active way while enjoying fun, music, and friends. That's every child, every day. It's also supported by a wonderful system of rewards which keeps students highly motivated and frequently congratulated. Created by our favorite fitness expert, Fitz Kohler, Morning Milers across the country have run over 2 million miles and are having greater success with academics, behavior, and sports because of it. The Morning Mile is free to the child, free to the school, and is inexpensively funded by businesses or generous individuals. Help more kids get moving in the morning by visiting morningmile.com champion the program at your favorite school or find out more about sponsorship opportunities that's morningmile.com long may you run